0: Okay, what have I got? Oh, yes. In a show basically built on niche jokes, I have assembled possibly the most niche one of them all. <laughs> I thought this show was based
1: around
2: reviewing every song on no, The 100. This is That's all about a, the dang memes, Niche, man. yeah. Um, I should know better. <laughs> it's embarrassing for you that it took you this long...
3: Camelot. Camelot.
0: It's just a model! We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. And this is the podcast where we are always picking on the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J, Hottest 100. My name is James Hetfield, and I'm one of the four voices (laughs) you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. Joining me once again, it's Adam Buncher. I have to do it, don't I? Yeah! Yeah! Andrew McDonald Yeah Yeah Nice Nathan Harrison Yeah Ooh (laughs) I am the table I am the
3: table Oh yeah If only we were to talk about that.
0: (laughs) If only the much-hated Metallica (laughs) Lou Reed album made it into the hottest 100. (laughs) Voting
2: public, what are you doing?
0: We need to use our powers for good. Let's go back in time. (laughs) Now, when we get to 2012 or something, it's just like, yeah, I've picked uh, The View by Metallica and Lou Reed (laughs) as my postal (laughs) vote. (laughs) Imagine doing a postal vote in 2012. (gasps) Maybe they still get
2: some mail. I I think next year I'll... I will. Fuck yeah. it. I'll yeah, waste of ABC, care of your
3: capital city. Yeah, yeah, well, we don't know how bad it is going to the post office. We, we all hate it. Yeah. That's
0: <laughs> and that's why this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Me <laughs> <laughs> We are desperate for sponsors, please. We need money. My children need wine. This isn't fair. I'll tell you what else isn't fair. At number 40. This is the play out gang.
1: Why is is he kicked by
3: always picking on on me?
0: are rearing their ends up back again at number 40 in the 1997 Hottest 100 with the question that has rattled throughout the ages why is everybody always picking on me?
3: I think mean, that was Socrates originally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As they're giving him the, the, the it? hemlock. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, me. no hemlock.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Socrates.
0: <laughs> That's exactly how it happens. Yeah, yeah.
3: I've read dialogues. <laughs> yeah. I just
0: read, sorry, in my head, I just read Socrates like So Fresh. <laughs> Socrates, the hits of summer. That's a very good <laughs>
2: Photoshop to happen.
0: Nathan, yeah. you're part of a gang.
2: Well, yeah, okay.
0: This is a gang.
2: This is a gang. We roll oh, in we're, gangs we're the gang. We're the gang? We're the gang. Cool. Yeah. You're the leader of the gang.
0: I'm the leader. I'm the leader.
2: If I had gone into this when I was 13, I think I'd have a real soft spot for it. Maybe. Maybe, (laughs) but it, shit. (laughs) Like, it's just really bad. I feel like they've done the bare minimum. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like, lyrics and music (laughs) and everything. It's
0: so (laughs) annoying.
2: You know what really, really shits me to tears? the call and response bit in the chorus, how, like, every line is just forced so hard into that rhythm. And- yes. Because my cousin, who's 15, has more acting than me. Like, it's so <laughs> bad. It's just really, really bad. It's,
3: it's like, got to be one of the laziest efforts that you could still call, like, composition. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, like, the, all the things that are, like, why they're being picked on are just the dorkiest, dweebiest, piece of shit reasons as well. I, like, I know that it's... Parseid <laughs> to <laughs> criticise the Bloody Hague <laughs> as being juvenile. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get a highfalutin on you, Jimmy Pop, but...
2: <laughs> but there's an okay idea of a comedy song in this idea, yeah. and and all it takes is being slightly, slightly more clever and just like doing a second draft, you know? But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For a group of adults, it's weirdly rooted in high school.
3: Can you imagine now? I, the Black Hangang are still kicking on, aren't they? Do they still do shit? Oh, I hope not. Uh, I don't know. Well, but they but they even, haven't done
0: stuff for a few years. But even
3: when they were doing stuff, no, a band that was making music and presumably touring, they presumably played this. And it's fucking cringy to think about them writing it as guys who are... Twenty six or whatever, like that, or even perhaps later. But the idea of them being in their fucking fifties and saying, "You should walk like a girl, and you sit down to pee," is so so fucking cringy. Like, yeah. they, like this is I a kind of good... hope
2: they are still doing stuff because yeah. that, that feels like a nice prison. Yeah, you know, this um, <laughs> you can never leave. These
3: guys are, who are obviously preparing to be like so they take on the persona of like the school jock. In yeah, the music, like like yeah. the. Like the guy's always out for the laugh, but goddamn, this song is a good argument for bullying them. It'd be heaps fun to bully Jimmy Pop now. But hang on, you—that it just makes you just like them.
1: The thing about this song that really gets to me is it's you, how you're kind of implicated in the meanness of it in a way. Like I, I do feel like this is kind of bullying wish fulfillment in a song. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's but like, the like the whole yeah, time. Fuck that
2: guy. You know what I mean? But the whole time it's like, no no, this isn't like all those reasons aren't why everyone's picking on you. This song, like this attitude you have <laughs> is why they're picking on you. Because you're a shit person. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's it's not because you have acne, it's dog.
2: cause you act like a fucking shit person. Mm.
0: Also disrespecting the god that is Rick Allen. I mean, come on, man.
2: He's he's, he's the drummer from Def Leppard. Yes, he is.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. car accident, man.
3: Yeah, like that. that, That's kind of that that tired meme. Like when you find out about that, that that little fact from music trivia. Like, oh, he's in a. Hair metal band, and he actually only has one arm, he's a drummer. Like, that's an interesting fact. Yeah. And he yeah. repeated yeah. ad nauseum
0: the fact as, like, a Even if this miracle. was the first
2: time it was kind of used as a joke or whatever, I feel like the Bloodhound gang write jokes that are tired when they write them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: But it's very good that at least this song couldn't ever get airplane now.
1: Oh, my God. Like, because all yeah. the Literally dumb shit. Within the
0: first. Two seconds of the oh, song. Oh, it's in the yeah. bin. Like yeah. that,
1: that that intro in like already, I put the song shit. in the bin. It's yeah. like I, I
3: can't really move past that.
0: Yeah, Jimmy Pop was the ripe old age of twenty four when this song came out.
3: All right, twenty four is okay. I thought that would have been it's oh, not right, as bad. It's not as bad he's but it's forty five now. Yeah, right. Context. Oh, I hope like a bad hip or something, like, <laughs> like a typical middle age problem—something kind of like that plays up. The yeah.
0: gang themselves have been on hiatus as of twenty fifteen. Um, yeah, right. So we, I,
3: I presume Jimmy Pop's been uh, like doing solo projects. Like, he's—I
0: mean, uh, fuck, probably like who would want to listen to that? What
3: if it owned that? Would be so fucking funny. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, he's like playing bass for a band that you really love, and you had yeah. no idea. Yeah, he's like he's he's in pavement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, does Sleater Kinney have a basis for the first time? I'm... Is that Jimmy Pop? <laughs> Jimmy Pop? <laughs> He's <was> Sleater Kinney. <laughs> I want that's... my money back. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real, like, record scratch. <laughs> R- yep,
3: that's me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> In case you're, you're wondering, wondering how, how I got here. <laughs>
3: Dig me out. Yeah. Dig me out. <laughs> <laughs> but this this is obviously garbage. Yeah, I'm
2: happy to say it. Fuck this song. Fuck this song. Fuck
1: oh, The catchphrase is back in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this
3: song.
2: It's, but it's but weird I, that it, it wasn't until the top half of the countdown. Yeah. We
3: started I'm loathsome about this song. Like, I, I know it's targeted at high school students. That was, all, And that's a huge part of their thing. Like, like, where, like the idea of finding the Bloodhound Gang funny is rooted in juvenile humour and that's yeah. appealing to high schools, and I understand why that would be appealing. And your
2: parents not liking it. Either. Exactly, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah.
3: Your parents hating it is why it's cool when you're 13, and or thing like that. They're making music for that demographic and I, you know, Triple J is a youth radio station. I understand why this got voted in by like high school students who were like, it's like, oh, mum hates me playing this song. <laughs> that kind of thing. But yeah. I'm seriously fucking loathsome about it. It's yeah. It destroys art. It's campy and kitsch <laughs> and vile. It's everything that's bad about creation.
0: Oh, it's so gross. Creation. I've listened to this so twice. It's, Be- it's
3: Beelzebub. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's work
2: is yeah. undone in this yeah.
1: song. <laughs> just organ softly rising in the background over when you were just speaking that
0: <laughs> When you Guys, got- up! <laughs> Not acceptable! <laughs> How do you guys prepare for this? Like, do you guys like put together like a like a little impromptu Spotify playlist and listen while you're out doing other stuff? Or do you like sit down and like focus on the song? Bit of both.
1: Bit, of, Bit of, both. of both. I'll
0: just be out, like, listening to them or whatever. Like, I'll be on the train or on the bus or whatever the fuck. And sometimes, like, if I listen to a song and it's so shit, I get so self-conscious that like someone might <laughs> glance over and just be like, Is that Jimmy Pop? <laughs> it's
3: it's the opposite of when you have a really excellent song and you're like Fuck yeah, this is a good
0: soundtrack. Yeah. I
3: kind of hate that
1: uh, speaking of that moment, the change in uh, the app and the way it displays when you're listening to a song. Before it used to show yes. the heart really let big. Yeah, right. but yeah, but someone now it's smaller. Yeah, it's, it's way smaller. Cool. Which mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't show off uh yeah. someone runs at your phone. Are
3: you lower run risk
1: the... but lower reward? Yeah. Are you are right.
3: using Run the Jewels too? Yeah, uh, yeah, best, best oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. One of the greatest rap albums of the past <laughs> you know ever. It, well, it's them jewels fast. Is that, is that Jimmy Pop? <laughs> <laughs> but it speaks,
3: again, like so many of the songs that we get sidetracked, it's because it's a piece of shit and it's yeah. Yeah. binnable.
1: When I went to Google this, I thought, this is going to be great. The, the autofills for this are going to be excellent. Uh, my favourite one of the lot was, uh, why is everybody mad at the South for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why the- is everybody mad at the bless. South 4? That's
1: the exact phrasing that it yeah. had as well. It's like, that's a common Google search. Yeah. <laughs> I think I missed an opportunity as well, given the fact that they uh, caused international incidents with Russia with the flag burning thing. Oh, of not, yes. I'm not like... Doing a, a a redo of this song talking specifically about being picked
3: on by Russia for,
0: for <laughs> burning yeah. flags.
3: Yeah. Truly uh, proto Pussy Riot, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Free Bloodhound yeah. gang. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in there at the church, and you see one of the yeah. guys take his Bella Club from- Is that Jimmy Pop? <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of updating of Jimmy Pop's Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Put this episode as a citation. Hey. At number 39, this is something for Kate with Captain Million Miles an Hour. Their debut in the 1997 Hottest 100 with a song called Captain, Million, Miles, an Hour. Starting off a relationship that Uncle Paul Dempsey will be having with the Hottest 100 for two decades. Like, up until literally the Hottest 100 that happened this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the man has been hanging around, doing all kinds of cool shit, and it all starts here at the very, very... Uh, beginnings of something for Kate widely regarded as one of the best indie rock bands to ever emerge from this country and for my money very good reason for that I have always just been incredibly drawn to the power of Paul Dempsey's voice and the power of his lyrics and The way he can capture a moment and just be so imaginative in his approach to songwriting where he'll make me think about something the way I've never thought about. Like, Mm. very broad topics he talks about. You know, life, death, the universe, all that sort of stuff. But he'll, like, hone in on, like, one specific thing. and You know, like, this is kind of like a reflection on childhood and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, family life growing up and stuff like that. And escapism. And... To put all that through, you know, dreaming of being a pilot. It's a really creative and really beautiful way of of getting around it. I love uh, the the polyrhythms of the drums. Clint Hydeman is a beast, like, to this day. Like, an absolute savage behind the kit. Even when songs don't particularly call for, like, he just has this way about playing. Like, I've seen this guy play. Like, even on, like, relatively gentle songs, you seem, like... Flurrying through sticks, you know, just like, he, he's almost like this drummer's at the wrong gig style, you know, just fucking pounding away. This is, uh, before Steph Ashworth is in the band, original bassist Julian Carroll plays on this, uh, record. But, uh, yeah, it all comes down to, yeah, that, the power of Paul Dempsey's voice. Like, it's one of the most idiosyncratic voices. In Australian music, if Kevin Mitchell had the wah, wah, then down here you've got, you've got Paul Dempsey. You how, know? how
2: old is he when he was recording this? Because he's definitely not as old as he
1: sounds. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, it, there's
2: no way. I think he's just one of those artists that don't age, but he started fairly late. Yeah, he sounded he sounded like that when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah basically, you know how...
0: Uh, for context, Paul Dempsey is 41 years old. He would have been 21 when he. Yeah, it would have been about 21 when this, this came out. How That's it?
1: it. It's insane for a 21 year old to sound like that. Right? <laughs> like, it's
0: not fair. I, I love this era, like early, early something for Kate in particular, because it's basically our Australian equivalent of second wave emo. You know, the stuff that was going on, like, Sunny Day Real Estate and Jimmy Eat World and that sort of stuff. Huh. Like, that was reflected in what was going on with a band like Something for Kate. Well,
2: How? I mean, Paul said his favorite band of all time is Fugazi. So yeah, that, exactly. that link is definitely there. Right.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, before we go any further, I just want to point out that Paul Dempsey is the tallest man that I've ever met in my entire life. Really? I thought Peter Garrett was the tallest man. Who's he, is he taller than Peter Garrett? that i'd say they'd be on par like they're both massive units giants of the
1: australian music industry <laughs> in every <laughs> in every possible
0: sense yeah captains take it away what do you guys think
1: so i haven't don't really have that much of a relationship with something for kate but like yeah. every time i come across them i really think that i should because i think the potential for them to become one of my favorite australian bands is truly there and even now when you were pointing out the relationship that they have to that midwest american emo thing yeah big which time. i hadn't connected myself but it makes so much sense and that just kind of had a little kick in me then going like oh, i need it i really need to invest in them and check them out more You're dead on about the way that the the themes come through about escapism and whatever. Um, In Paul's own words, he was talking about the song being completely autobiographical yeah. um, and that literally the the situation he describes was one that he did have about, um, in his own words, building model airplane kits in the garage while listening to Slayer and drowning out his stepfather. And I love the fact that you don't actually get that it's someone trying to escape from someone until the very last line, until yeah. it says, fly away from you, yeah. and that is the first time that that person is mentioned. Yeah. Like, the song's entirely about escapism, but you don't really know who it is that they're trying to escape from until the very end, and something about that, I think, is just really wonderful songwriting, like the journey that is taken there, Um especially because there's been a lot of things that Paul's kind of reflected upon kind of rather self-consciously about their early work. Mm. And, like, there's a rawness to it, sure, but I think the craft is still there. Like, the, the, the seed of that craft is so clearly able to be seen. And that's really, really beautiful. The other thing that we should say is that this song, getting in the countdown at this point, was really a big thing for something for Kate. Like, Paul has actually said that having that recognition... But from, a, from the public, it was just a huge confidence boost mm-hmm. and that really gave them a lot of energy to, to propel themselves further as a band yeah. so potentially like this song having this position is the reason why something
2: for kate continued to become enduring you're
0: um, welcome yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you can probably think about that like there's a lot of australian bands like even i'm sure like bands like grinspoon and and the living end or whatever that looking back on now we're like ah you know these real stalwarts of the countdown that are yeah. here year after year but the first time they get in that's like very much the australian music scene being mm. like yep yep like you're on you're doing the right thing yeah I'm sure it still happens You're gonna now. go far, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, even think about something uh, contemporarily, like Amy
1: Shark or whatever, like, getting as yeah. high as she did. Like, now it translates directly into opportunities
2: being afforded to these artists. Yeah. But,
1: you know, like, the, the confidence boost that it gives, you, you'd have to imagine, has always been there and will always be there.
2: I really love Something for Kate and and Paul's solo stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't listen to it as much as I should, but I, I have a lot of love for it. And this song's, yeah, like, the rhythms and just, it's just Paul's voice. It's just yeah. be- When he says, you know, I threw my head and my heart in the cockpit, you're just like, yeah, especially man. after like listening to it a second time, you know, like it's kind of got that reveal at the end where you're like, oh, but then you listen back to it and you're like, oh, like, yeah, for sure. It's like it's a beautiful song, yeah, really beautiful.
3: I think um, something for Kate. The whole band do what they do really well, but they live and die by Paul's sincerity. Mm. Like it's yeah. real. Like I, I also hadn't made the um emo connection, but it makes a huge amount of sense and didn't know that he loved the and that also makes a huge amount of sense. I've never really explored something for Kay in any way. I, I literally have only heard the singles. Um, yeah. That Midwestern emo thing isn't really my vibe, so I've never really vibed with them. I've never heard something for Kay and thought, I really need to check them out more. And this is more of that for me. I know that Paul's a really good songwriter and I know that he bears his heart in a really sincere way that I really respect because it's hard to be sincere. It's easy to be ironic. And like to bear yourself in a way yeah. that's actual genuine is brave. And I think it's really, and knowing what this is about as well, like it is it is brave. And it's really cool that you would do this, particularly at 21, where it's For sure. very easy to be ironic.
1: You know what? I think I think it's hard to be genuinely sincere. I think it's really easy to play at yeah, 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 yeah. But I think what you get here is that genuine sincerity. And often I think the way that you can tell whether someone's being genuinely sincere or not is just how much you connect to it. It's just how much it rings true in terms of like your emotional reaction to it. Like that's how you can tell that someone's being dangerously sincere. Yeah.
3: But I've never vibed with them and like I think this is probably one of the Better or maybe even the best that song I've heard, but it's still pretty fucking boring to me. I really don't oh. pick up with it. Don't mean to put on my Waluigi villain hat again, but yeah, yeah. I thought this was just a bit, no, a bit meandering. That They're just not really for me, I don't think. Um, what would the song need to have for you for it to be exciting? I'm not sure. Like, like the pace is just not a song that I, I don't really get into. This kind of mid tempo generic rock song it's not like it's lacking like oh man if it was if it, if it was a double speed or if it was like a gnarly guitar effect or anything like that nothing about the song isn't what doesn't achieve what it's trying to achieve sure but it's achieving it next to me it's just not for me sorry paul okay. and crew i know you they very that's the thing, very talented songwriter don't apologize like, for having
0: an opinion yeah None okay the point fuck you Tony for kate you yeah. never amount to anything paul you're just <laughs> like <laughs> your father <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, yeah, I know. I don't the guy from Resident uh, Yeah, <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> mm. Was he McDreamy or McSteamy? I can't oh, remember. <laughs> M- McSteaming
3: pile of shit
1: here.
0: Hey! So,
1: uh... hey, before we wrap up, though, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to have I to, have to talk. Things no, have to talk about as a matter of importance uh, mm. the the story behind the name. Something for Kate cuz it's oh, just yeah. it's the trivia is just too good. They were originally called Fish of the Day. <laughs> That's a <laughs> that really is, good band name. <laughs> Well, you know who didn't think so?
3: Uh, Everybody.
1: <laughs> the manager of a venue called The Punter's Club, Richard Moffat who when they said when he asked what's your name and they said off. Fish of the Day, he said try again. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's Very the way good. it's told because um, they, they had a gig at that place and he wanted to put their name on the door and he's like, no, nope, try again um, so they, on the spur of the moment came up with something for Kate based on uh, a post-it note that was left in, uh, as an instruction to buy something for the dog, Kate so like, get yes. something for Kate
2: I didn't know Kate was a dog, that's nice Jack yeah.
1: Russell Yeah, Aww. family Jack Russell <laughs> and Paul Dempsey's mum uh, apparently sold it hectic like, I you, wonder you, what
2: that dog is doing now. Fade. <laughs> <laughs> Adventures of, of Kate the dog. Kate the dog,
0: yeah. Okay. You see, we, we zoom in- More bands need
2: spin-off series. That dogs <laughs> are named
0: after. <laughs> we zoom in on the dog. The, the dog's just walking along, super happy. And then it zooms out even further. then we realise it's being walked. Is, is that Jimmy
3: Pop? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Christ, indeed. This podcast has led me to say uh, quite a few things I never thought I would say in my entire life. And here's one of them. At number 38, this is Metallica and Marianne Faithful. This is The Memory Remains.
1: Oh. <laughs> God. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tim Allen So we thought we were gonna talk about Metallica, but instead we just decided to make Tim Allen noises for <gasps> and then moved on. <laughs> Sound good? Sound good?
0: <laughs> so, uh, okay, I mean like, from the first couple of seconds it's already too much. It's so bad. It's By the just- way, that was Metallica and Mary Unfaithful with The Memory Remains at number 38, Adam, go. Yeah, that is what we're talking It's just so
1: much. You don't want that much
0: Metallica that quickly. It just,
1: it's just like, at of They don't 10. even give you a
0: warning, hey? No, it's just straight in. Like back in the day, like old Metallica, you'd, ha- you'd have to wait like at least a minute and a half for James to come in, but this is like, it's in. But even like the
1: amount of guitar that there is and the amount of James Hetfield that there is, <laughs> like And it just keeps going like that. It it just uh, it's anyone else want to like
2: tap in here well, my, I'm just like, my my notes, which are quite unkind. Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: in, in
2: reference to the Bloodhound gang song we've already talked about, just say for this, now this is how you do a joke song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <like>, Bearutal. <laughs> but
2: like People probably like this, right? Like, legitimately. I, I just, think some people do. I just, like, obviously, Metallica are in their own special way. Yeah. Good musicians. Sure. Um.
1: Yes. But I don't well, know I mean, how to take this we'll seriously. Them <laughs> and of course, you we, as always, in any of these conversations, we have to separate the time where they were one of the big four, one of the pioneers of thrash metal, one yep. of the most important extreme metal genres of all time. To
3: yes the band that they are now. These kind of songs, it's like, retroactively, you're like, oh, right, were they ever that good? I can feel this song shoving me and calling me a faggot. Like... like, I think it's, like, more just, like
1: your friend who doesn't know how to like not be just too much all the time and they just want to hang out with you all the time and it's like you know like well, let's, those, let's those get beers, beers. Though. let's get another beer no it's, yeah. like, it's like whoa it's like it's it's 3am man like, yeah. it's, like i'm i'm done it, or it's nine in the morning the memory remains doesn't care how i feel no, this it's, that's it's certainly just so true. it. All right, so we should probably talk about like what the song is a little bit more. We're talking about um, a track very um, influenced by the film Sunset Boulevard, really, which is a great film. It's about this like silent movie star. It's a very good movie. It's a really good film. It's kind of like absurd and surreal. I don't really in get places, that but... much of a vibe from this song. Well, I think <laughs> nah. the person, I think it's what it's it's from the point of view of someone who's passed um, their prime in fame and trying to like deal with that. But
2: the thing that remains.
1: Is the memory. Is the memory. Yeah, right. Um, the
3: much, well, much like Metallica themselves that were well past the egg. Were yeah. That's, that's a nice, typical,
2: yeah. But yeah. All, all, all like kind of polluted post, post their success, you know, we're every, ready for our close up now enemy.
1: I think it's really interesting that they got Marianne Faithful in on that because yeah. like...
2: He's- I think it's interesting she said yes. Yeah. yeah, she's a really famous
1: pop singer from the '60s, famously in a relationship with Mick Jagger for a, for a period of time as well. Yeah. But uh, you know, a pop star in kind of her own right. and the connotations of her being on the track are just kind of really weird. And so, and in terms of her own situation, so it's really strange that she is kind of on the track and has actually performed it live with Metallica.
2: Yeah, a couple a of few times. times as well. There is something I hadn't really thought about it, but the Sunset Boulevard. There's something nice about them. I don't know how self-aware they were, but in telling the story about someone long past their prime, that yeah. is a little bit deluded that they're still relevant in any way and thinks yeah, that they you, have the things they have. That's very nice of them. It's you, clever. Or do you reckon <laughs> they were like bullying
3: Marianne Faithful?
2: Yeah. Oh, shit.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> the kind of stupid
1: thing, right? It's so bizarre because she I I was know. bullying
3: them. So <laughs> I, I, I reckon <laughs> they thought that they were still making shit hot music here. I don't reckon they had the self-awareness to think no. that this was done in their prime.
0: I I, I actually do want to point something out. Uh, One of the most brutal things that I've heard about this song. So in 2001, uh, Jason Newsed, who played bass for the band from about the late 80s up to 2001 when he left, uh, which is documented in Some Kind of Monster, he was talking about, like, he was reflecting on his career and the things he'd done with the band. And um, in this interview, he was asked point blank, if you weren't in Metallica... And you were just a fan. Would you have bought Load? And his response was, "Not if uh, the first thing I heard from it was the memory remains." Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. It's, and it's so hard to kind of think about. For me, I've, I've this whole time I've been trying to like p- articulate what it is about it, and it, I think it's just you. You get it. Listen to the song, like you'll understand. It's just it doesn't operate in the world of reality. This song does not inhabit the same place that music other music does it's yeah. like cartoonish it's too big it's too much it,
2: it oh, gets, yeah. sends well, itself lo- boulevard yeah what was the last M- Metallica's trajectory this is very dramaturgically like on <laughs> point they're just not aware <laughs> you create something so big that it just yeah it just becomes
0: like this too big to thi- fail yeah. this weird
1: theatrical kind of thing like but in this in this way where it still thinks that it's not i'm tired yeah. now i'm just yeah. <laughs> this doesn't sound like anything else in any way that we've talked about, even the rock stuff yeah. in this Countdown, or in any other Countdown that we've done, nothing sounds like this, and no, no other real metal at the time... Yeah, not really. It ...really sounds like this as well. Is Maybe this is a, one of those proto-genres that we're talking about, yeah. and, it, and the genre still hasn't This is
0: scrunch! Yeah, this, oh, this is scrunch! Uh, this is scrunch?
3: Could it be? Uh, no, I don't, I don't want to be important in influencing this. <laughs> it's like, uh, fuck off, Metallica, man. Yeah, I'm, right? I, you
0: know, yeah. yeah! Yeah! I don't
1: have,
3: I don't have enough energy for me.
1: No.
0: <laughs> number 37, this is the mavis s with Naughty Boy. Naughty Naughty! Naughty
1: Naughty Naughty! <laughs> <laughs>
0: throwback, motherfucker! He said what throwback? Deep cut! The main geezer has logged on. Thirty-seven in the nineteen ninety-seven hottest one hundred by the Mavis. Andrew, you know what the fuck I'm gonna say, but like I'm gonna it, do it, it anyway. You are a naughty, naughty boy. Ah, uh, nice Austin Powers <laughs> impression.
3: <laughs>
0: wow, I will be. Hey,
3: um, oh, God. yeah, uh, yeah, baby. No, uh, don't... Uh, yeah, Mavis's. Um, I I get down with this song quite a bit. I thought the chorus sounded a bit like Nine Inch
0: Nails. Yeah, yeah, it a bit could, of a yeah. yeah. It definitely industri- wants to sound. A bit it definitely like wants like Nine Inch Nails.
3: <laughs> yeah. like, I know this is derivative and dumb, but yeah. like, and like, there is certainly not a huge amount that's like, oh man, they nailed that. But like, this is kind of industrial, rocky, and I like it. Mm. I thought this had enough meat on the bones. To warrant being here, maybe not at this number, but at this in this countdown, I can mm. see very much so in the nineties having. I can see me voting for this song.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: They commit really hard, and I think honestly, the
1: dual vocals of the scream and the sing in the chorus is a really good choice. And yep. I think it works really, really well. Song quite horny. Oh, it's so horny, horny. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's Are kind they, of a, aren't they brother and sister? My mm-hmm. next point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, you know, it, yeah, that's um. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, where do you <laughs> go from there? Uh,
3: bring up horniness, then bring up the brother and sister fact.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Both are, They're like both Jack are and things. Meg White.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Came into this on like on the defence foot. I had my defending voice on. But like, no people are going to bully this song. Like. <laughs> Oh, it's like,
0: no, it's fun. It's fine. Yeah. It, yeah. Fits,
3: it certainly fits into a lot of other songs yeah. in terms of sound that
1: we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. This, I think, is the best Def FX song that Def FX <laughs> hey, never wrote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I this can see that. For this sure. is like yeah. what they were yeah. trying to do the whole time they, and I think like were, this is probably yeah. about
3: as good as it gets. Yeah, mm. well, I thought this song was pretty good. I had a, the industrial groove worked for me.
2: Yeah, it's fine. Last time when we talked about Thunder, like a season and a half Thunder? ago, I really liked all of Becky's bits and I didn't like all of Matt's bits, whereas I think... Having them together here is is fine, but yeah, no, this is this is all right. Yeah. This goes okay. I get yeah. I get why you like it. Yeah, yeah.
0: More and more, <laughs> I get why you like <laughs> it. Yeah, I, get,
2: I get why you would like it. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I listen to this. I think this is an Andrew song. It's a it's yeah, a theme song for
0: a, a villain, villain <laughs> right? Mm. A horny it's villain. It's a naughty boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More and more, I'm realizing that "Cry" by the Mavis is 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 an artist when a song of theirs gets massive you'll be like oh dope i'm gonna get their album and see what the rest of this is like i'm assuming it's gonna be the same sort of shit and it is not i feel
2: like with soundtrack uh, countdown appearances notwithstanding the cure have made a career of that like oh, yeah, the greatest totally. hits is nothing but pop fun and you're like oh this is gonna be a good time it's like oh
0: yeah it's <laughs> yeah. a very sad time oh yeah very sad times indeed <laughs> Cry was like this massive new wave, like '80s throwback pop, like dream pop hit, and like for my money one of the best pop songs in the '90s. If I had, you know, gotten this record at the time, gotten the Pink Pills record, I'd just have been like, did I get the wrong CD? Like <laughs> even, even talking about
2: Thunder last season and Thunder? and Naughty Boy here and thinking about Cry, like they feel like a fairly restless band. I think. Mm. Which
1: I, I, I appreciate well, the, a brand yeah, well, that goes a like, lot of like, different things but it's it, so hard to market.
2: Like, it's, it's so, so hard, hard to market it,
1: but f- like what if a...
3: many people in many places have surely heard a Regurgitator song and then been disappointed with the album after purchasing it because Regurgitator albums don't fit to anything. None of their records are a consistent theme or genre or style but I fucking love The Gerge, Yeah. but like somebody definitely heard Super Straight and then picked up the record and was like what the fuck where's the rest of the songs that sound like Super Straight? Same with Polyester Girl same with The Raps songs that they have. You'd be mm. like, oh man, I love kung fu singing. This is a fucking baller hip-hop track. And then you're like, why is this next to a pop song?
1: And there's absolutely no reason why bands shouldn't be able to have that amount No, of if breath. you're
3: really good. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome.
1: But it just means that like some bands in themselves require an eclectic taste. Yeah. The Mavises, regurgitator, Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Number
0: 36, this is Ween with a mutilated lips. I lick my brain in silence as we stand Accepting. <laughs> I was Wayne. i number 36. That's that's mutilated lips. That's that's from the mollusk, man. Nah, you I, like Wayne though. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm not
2: fuck. sure who you're making fun of there. Just Maybe nobody, and that's fine too. Everybody
0: and nobody at the yeah. same time, man. We're all on this cosmic <laughs> trip together, all of us, especially you. Whoa, tell me more. <laughs>
2: I would like to subscribe to these ideas and opinions. Well you look
0: up in the sky, man, and you see the constellations and you see the moon and you see the energy and then you see you see a tiny little man on the moon and you look nice and close. Is that Jimmy Pop? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'd I'd forgotten. <laughs> 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 Motherfuckers I, I still like I forgot about Pop. I'm still not seeing <laughs> this coming. <laughs>
2: That's- that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> that a lot about me. Probably, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, you're too yeah. trusting. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the most I've enjoyed a Wayne song. It's,
0: I, it's, I really lovely. like it. It's,
2: yeah. it's <laughs> just <laughs> like, obviously, it's very druggy and that's, they're going for that in spades or yeah. like, like when we're talking about like bands having different styles could you
3: get more of a band of contrast for the same album to have Swinging My like Dick in the Wind and this yeah, yeah like, ween are 100% one of those bands yeah. that we were yeah. talking about and, like, this boy, is also, and this has also got Ocean Man on it. this yeah. yeah, yeah
0: my brother had a, an interesting um, the song Gabrielle by Wayne, which is a classic like Thin Lizzy kind of like classic rock throwback and I'm just like yeah they had some great records man let's listen to Chocolate and Cheese and halfway through Chocolate and Cheese he just turns to me and he's like I fuck I fucking hate this. <laughs> I fucking hate this so much. I think
1: that if Ween heard that story, they would love it.
0: I know. Yeah, that, definitely, right? Well, Dean you know. Ween's here next month, so fucking. I'm Get him on the pod. Yeah, well, he's yeah. here with fellow Hottest 100 uh, alum Primus, so. Wow. Fuck, could you well, imagine? Not both on the same episode.
1: Ooh, that's, uh, that's, that'd be huge. It's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I agree, man. This is easily the most that I've enjoyed a ween song. And I think you're right. Like it clearly they're playing with the whole druggy thing, but also they're playing with like a prog rock thing. Mm. Yeah, I that's love, I got proggy. But. For sure. Just like the lyrics and whatever. Like, but I love the fact that they're like holding that in a sincere way, but in a light way, and in a parody way, kind of at the same time. It makes me think that prog rock. Kind of works as a bit of a parody genre. Like if 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 prog took itself a little bit less seriously, maybe it's something that more people mm. can enjoy. Yeah, yeah. The, maybe the problem with prog is that like it's not more like this. And kind of, because <laughs> man, I tell you, I get down on this a lot. Like I think the chord progression is really, really dope, it's, it's especially lovely, isn't in it? the chorus. It's awesome. And, like the way that it transitions into that kind of uh, more spoken word, more rappy kind of bit in, in the in the chorus, like. Such a cool change compared to like the long drawn out affected verses. Um, accepting only fresh brine, I don't know why that line is just very satisfying to me. <laughs> I, I will only accept fresh brine. Just syllabically, I think in terms of like it's like a salad or. Yeah. It, it's yeah. A like that. Again, like, the way he says sassafras as well, like, there's just a lot of that cellador kind of stuff, just mm. words sounding good yeah. sonorously, just in terms of the, the syllables they're playing with. I'm, like, on, I'm into it, though, so much.
3: Yeah. Repeated listens gave me a bit more pleasure, like, because I initially was like, ah, oh, it's going to get heavy soon. I kept thinking that, and oh. it obviously doesn't, but, oh. like, it's lovely and space-rocky and right. just, like, chilled out. It is the kind of thing that, like, I know that if if I... Yeah, I would, I would never partake of the devil's lettuce. Never. No, I'm a sensible, sober man, and the the jazz cigarettes are not cigarettes for me. No, but if I were to know what that would feel like, I imagine the song would be totally fucking lovely to hear when high. Like it's like that kind of yeah. that vibe is just a relaxed, chilled out, like nice like arm-stretching music that just, like, relaxes you yeah, and, like, feels good. This is a lovely fucking tune. Every time I hear a Wayne song, I'm like, I didn't know Wayne could do that, mm, and right. this is fucking cool. They continue yeah. to just yeah. continue to do that. They're good at being Wayne. No. Is, this, is this a favourite of yours, David, as the Wayne expert? Yes!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a favourite, but, you know, it's just, it's just another, uh, I guess, uh, aspect to the... Myriad of things that Dean and Gene can do. I, I love when they just suck on the helium in the course and just get the voice just higher and higher and just, yeah. yeah. They've always been great at pastiches, you know, like mm. whether that is you've got yacht rock with like freedom of 76, you've got, you know, like seventies. Like, bar rock and roll with, like, Take Me Away. Even Mexican folk music with Buenos Tardes Amigos. Yeah, well, yeah. the whole La Cucaracha I, I should mention all three of my examples are from the same fucking record. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah.
1: <laughs> they definitely have that freewheeling kind of vibe, but at the yeah. same time, you can totally believe that it's all just really carefully curated. Somehow yeah. they managed to do both. Mm. And I don't know. They're marvellous. They're an band. enigma.
0: They're an enigma wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in is that jimmy pop i think you can be kinder to them than that yeah. <laughs> look I, well, I didn't want him to be here yeah. the jimmy he's, pop story He's playing... <laughs> <laughs> he was just playing bass for them i didn't realize until later on
3: the weekly segment that you've been waiting for and you know and love you, know what you <laughs> um, expect yeah that you've come to expect week by week what's been good for us adam What's been good for you this week?
1: Let's talk about Car seat Headrest. I sent everyone in our group chat a message being like, guys, I apologize. I think I'm about to become a massive dickhead for Car Seat Headrest. You have been loving it. I him. have become a massive dickhead for Car Seat Headrest. Uh, Twin Fantasy is the album that has come out this year, which is actually a re-recording of an album that Will Toledo, who is essentially Car seat Headrest in himself, um, actually wrote and recorded in 2011. It was a lo-fi kind of project. So he's re-recorded the whole thing um, and released it again. And... It's really fantastic. In particular, there's the second track, Beach Life in Death, is just like a 10 out of 10 amazing piece of music. So if you don't want to listen to like the whole album, that's it's a 13-minute long epic three-part song, but... I, I just cannot get enough of it. Like, it's it's huge. But also, I've gone back and listened to his uh, previous album as well, Teens of Denial, which is just, I again, I'm just absolutely loving it at the moment. So just Car seat Headrest in general as an artist. David, Yeah. what's good for you?
0: The Breeders are back, baby! It's been 10 years since the last Breeders album, and uh, we have a brand new one in the can and out in the universe. It's called All Nerve. It is a half hour of... Uh, really groovy, power-pop, indie rock sort of stuff. It uh, features a cameo from Courtney Barnett uh, doing oh, some, wow. some sweet BVs. How nice. cool is that? Yeah, and uh, the Deal Sisters actually return the favour on the new Courtney Barnett album.
2: That's sick. Yeah,
0: the breeders all nerve. Check out Wait in the Car. Uh, two minutes of wild jump-on-your-bed pop fun. That sick. track, that is my highlight track of that album also. A sick, sick track. But yeah, album rules.
3: What's uh, been good for me recently, I... Uh picked up this game that just came out recently on the PC uh, called Into the Breach. It's from the developers of Faster Than Light, which some of you may have played. It was a ridiculously fun but Unforgiving game, uh, and this is fantastic. I'm really enjoying it a lot. It's kind of um, it's a, it's a isometric game, little individuals. So it's like a, like a 12 by 12 grid usually. And you fight aliens and like in you know, in a grid like pattern like that. It's kind of like um, an XCOM meets Advance Wars God, meets XCOM. Faster Than Light um, kind of game. That sounds uh, amazing. It's very very hard, but very very fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's called Into the Breach. You can pick it up on Steam or GOG. It's 12 bucks. Nathan. Good for you, my friend.
2: Um, I have just been going back again and again. It's a very small thing, but to the uh, the video clip for Baker Boys Mariuna,
0: yeah, because
2: it is so, so wholesome and yeah. wonderful. And Mariuna in in his dialect is to dance without inhibition, and, and yeah. so it's all just very joyous and lovely, yeah, and, and really, really wonderful. I and it's serve. it's a killer track as well. And obviously him being in uh, this year's countdown is super exciting, and the it's first awesome. uh, Indigenous Australian language to be in the countdown at all. So sick, very cool. He's awesome, but this video particularly is just like real, super real good. lovely, great. What was that song called again, Nathan? Uh, mariuna great, excellent. Well, this is as always. If you have
3: heard or like engaged with any of the things we've said, and you agree or disagree, we would love to hear from you. Legitimately, you know the regular social media handles that we have. It'd be great. And if anything's been making you like been particularly good for you this week I hope something has Maybe a podcast you've loved.
0: Maybe. <laughs> maybe you want to, a certain podcast. Maybe you want to pay it forward. I, always,
1: I, I wait out for this. There is a cast. From you, man like A certain I, cast.
0: I, right.
3: I spend so much time rallying against how much I fucking hate all goddamn forms of advertising uh. in a capitalist society, and then once a week get to, like, have a vent and beg you listeners but to it- give me the endorphin rush I need of seeing someone say, huh, nice podcast, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> my build. brain's like here's someone doing friends Andrew like thanks brain thanks listener <laughs> but we will see you next week
0: <laughs> that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and thousands thank you very much for listening and uh, thanks to FB radio for having us <laughs> before we get out of here it's that time that we all know and love The ever-continuing story of champs and chumps of the 1997 Hottest 100 in conjunction with picking our favourites and our least favourites. And we're going to go with... Adam. Yeah. Well,
1: honestly, the toss-up for favourite, I've gone back and forward listing between something for Kate Yes. and Ween uh-huh. trying to pick a favourite and honestly, Ween just inches over.
0: There we go! All I right. love that Sick. something for
1: Kate's song a whole lot. They're probably going to become my favourite band, as I said earlier, but something about this Ween track, man. I just, I, I've been listening to it for my own pleasure. What like, a journey. Right? So good. My least favourite is The Bloodhound Gang but they are not worse than the Tea Party for me <laughs> so <laughs> the, t- the Tea Party remains so my new favourite but you know but you know what actually I feel like I'm going to trade up uh, my
3: favourite to to Wayne as well hmm.
1: wow I'm just trading up that's yeah. so cool
3: mm. uh, yeah I'm
1: so impressed by that I love this Wayne track man.
3: my favourite this week um, you know what I'm giving it to the Mavises get right. into it no, yeah, yeah. Um, my champ remains Dandies. Uh, my most hated song is the Bodyhound High Gang and it's my new charm <laughs> Yeah, I fucking hate it.
0: You closed the loop. I right, closed the loop. If you believe it, the loop has been closed. Whoa. There is a worse. Well, there are two worse songs. Yeah, in some-
1: this is must must have been how it felt like for you guys last week.
3: Yeah, mm. huge. Fuck this fucking song. Whoa! Yep. Whoa. New, new Chump. Bloodhang hanger I, I I truly didn't think I would find a song I hated more. But <laughs> that's the thing terrible. Is, I, the thing is, like, <laughs> I probably think the beaver Loop. Song is a worse song, but I hate this one more. It was, yeah, yep, very fucking. I was really pissed off having to listen to it. Yeah,
2: so <laughs> Completely that's yeah. fair. All right, wow, that's wild. Mm. Yeah, okay. uh, my favorite is Something for Kate, uh, but my champ will remain the Whitlams. Uh, my least favorite will be the Bloodhound Gang, but my chump will remain Beaver Loop.
0: There we go. Um, my favorite. Uh is also gonna be something for Kate. It was it was always gonna be something for yeah, Kate. Yeah. As soon as I saw this bracket, I'm just like, yeah, there's no contest. And the uh, the champ, the carryover champ, remains brimful of asher on the forty five. Worst song of this episode carryover chump. <gasps> Is that Jimmy Pop? Is wow. Jimmy Pop?
1: Wow. You're switching to Carry Over chump as well. You've closed the loop. Consider it Do we have nine. another loop closer here?
3: Wow. A double loop close.
1: This countdown sucks.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I know there are
2: worse songs. 97? <laughs> I know. Worst year of music.
3: I, I know oh, the yeah. fans have it's been done. They've been dying to say, when's it's, the double loop close it, happening? It's like when
1: you're tying your or shoes.
3: bowline.
1: See, I going to go like, when you're tying the shoes, you do the bunny ears, mm. and you've got two
2: loops mm. that
1: are in themselves <laughs> tied up. Yeah. Yes,
2: yes. You, you with me? Yeah, uh-huh. I am. I made a similar joke with bowline. <laughs> it was much more elegant than mine. <laughs> I, just, I just want to this, join this in. This
3: is the, shoel- <laughs> the shoelace content you've been craving. <laughs>
2: Do you guys and Knot? I definitely and Knot. We can talk about shoelace knots after the podcast. Well, this is, save this, <laughs> save, not, save
3: this for the Patreon content.
2: <laughs> How do know you- what's good for you? What you, yeah, good
3: for you? <laughs> this new shoelace knot I've been experimenting with is Fuck, really hey. good. <laughs>
1: It's been a while since we've actually done like a spin-off podcast. Remember, we used to do those all the time. Yeah, shoelace. The shoelace. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh,
3: yeah. All, tied uh,
0: all tied up. All, <laughs> all up. tied up. All tied up. That's the... Hmm. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. On behalf of Mr. Adam Muncher. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Listen, <laughs> Nathan Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Andrew McDonald. Yeah. My name is David James Young. Everything is... Co- is that Jimmy Pop? Yes. It's not good, he's not good.